Hello, welcome to the final part of our draft review trilogy. Today's episode, we're going to go through our least favourite picks and our bold predictions. Just realised at the start of episode two, didn't actually introduce the name of the podcast again. It's Across the Pond. So once again, we've still got me, Ollie, Cheddars and Gibbo. Hello again, welcome back. So we've just done our favourite players from each draft. Let's pick our least favourite players. Uh, picks from each person's draft. So we might get a bit nasty. We apologise. I apologise for nothing. It's all <laughs> fun and games. Is that I hate it? you all. Right, so let's start. At the start again, Mr. James Lowenthal. We'll go the other way around. Gibbo. Okay. Who's your least favourite pick in James' team? My least favourite pick was the most surprising pick for James. <gasps> in that he was still on the board. And that is Xavier Howard. Xavier Howard. I even drew a little sad face next to Damien Howard. Then. Yes, I also have Xavier Howard as my least favourite James pick. As do I. As do you. I have Keneal Harry. Keneal Harry, okay, okay. Oh, well, we'll get to you. <laughs> we'll take. Alright, go on. Do you want to explain why Xavier Howard? The main Howard? reason is one, I don't think corners are worth it in our fantasy league. No. In many fantasy leagues, corners aren't worth it, especially the best corners. And with Xavier Howard being one of the best corners, pretty much shut down his scoring. Is limited. Yeah. This is a good time. So, everyone in the league, particularly Tony and James, corners are rubbish in fantasy. You don't want cornerbacks. You want safeties. Jalen Ramsey is one of the best players in the league, but he's rubbish for fantasy. They never throw to him. He might get two tackles a game. If he's lucky, he'll get an interception. You want strong safeties who line up near the line of scrimmage and tackle everyone all the time. So, yeah. Whilst James, when you said... Oh, I can't believe this guy's still available. The reason he was still available, despite being one of the best players in the league, is because he's useless in our fantasy league. It has to be said. Yeah. Time for you guys to learn that cornerbacks are not worth picking. Cheddars, any addition? Nothing to add. Nothing to add uh, from me. Yeah, we're in our third year now of our dynasty league. It's time to learn these things. Holly, yeah. why have you picked... Neil Harry. How have you picked Nikhil Harry? <laughs> I've picked Nikhil Harry because I think it was the wrong pick at 1-1 and I would say that if he wanted to go wide receiver then he should have traded that 1-1 pick because I reckon it was really valuable especially for anyone who knew that Steve wanted to take Josh Jacobs so I think you could have got a lot more for that pick and then probably got Keneal Harry at like the 5 or 6 or 7 maybe I think Tony would have taken Keneal Harry at the 2 he, he, his yeah. top two guys yeah. and Gil a Harry, bit of a yeah. homer maybe but but yeah I, I, I think you're, you're, you're a bit quick sometimes to jump to like you know any negative things you hear and there was like on the day of the draft you were quite down on him just because like he'd been poor in training or something pre-season but I still think he's a good pick I, I don't agree I think he's an alright pick for James yeah I don't think there's any guarantee he would have fallen like if James wanted to be sure of getting him fair enough it's the pick that, like, from that first round, I just really? it should have been Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, I, I think James's roster he needs receivers and Scott. Yeah, for me, I think Michael Harry is in the shout to be the the one there. I do think Jacobs personally is the stronger thing, but if the roster required a wide receiver, I don't see too much wrong with Nikhil Harry. Yeah, but still, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Value-wise, he could have at least traded down to the two or three, maybe, even at the very least. Yeah. Okay, Tony Langan, worst pick 
I'll, I'll go this one. Uh, I, I can't imagine there'll be much argument when I say Terry Godwin <laughs> in round yeah. five is Tony's worst pick. Just going to check he hasn't been caught. If you guys haven't agreed with me, then you're doing it wrong, because uh, <laughs> this is a ridiculous pick. My thing with picking players is always, could you have gotten off the waiver wire if you hadn't picked them in the draft? And Tony could have got Terry Godwin off the waiver wire any point in this yeah. offseason. Like, he I didn't need to draft him. He didn't need to draft him in round five when there was lots of other players to take. He wasn't on anyone else's radar. No, nope. he, he was literally... If he was. It was literally a who moment when Tony <laughs> said it out loud. Yeah. We didn't. Cheddar's didn't know he was. Tony Gold, Terry Goldwyn plays for the Panthers. Cheddar's didn't know he was. Cheddar's currently wearing a Panthers t-shirt as we do this draft. So yeah, sorry Tony. I lo- I love the way Tony goes to this sort of like tries to find these sort of like lesser known guys outside of guys. But you've also got to take draft value into account. And if you want Terry Godwin, take him with your tenth round pick because you can get him then. You don't yeah. need to pick him in round five when there are better players still available that you can have. So yeah, that's mine. Oh, like Darwin Thompson. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Darwin Thompson's Darwin still Thompson. available. Kenny Young. Larry Fitzgerald's still available. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's tons, isn't there, that, you know, if you want an offensive players like Irv Smith Jr., like Tony Pollard, who we took later, Dante Mon, Terry McLaurin. Terry, Terry McLaurin, he took him before Terry McLaurin, who was, like, a much more exciting, well-known rookie receiver. But, yeah, anyone else got any other... Um, anything the, else to I've say? got the same. I don't know if anyone else has any other players. You had the same too. Yeah. yeah. I was. I was. Umming and ahhing about Kyler Murray because I we've already gone Kyler over that. Murray. Yeah. You had Kyler Murray, did you? And yeah, as you said, we've gone over it. great talent, but just value-wise, I think he's. It was a bit rich to take him mm. at the the one or two. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a good fantasy quarterback. But yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. I with the, with what was there in the first round, I think he should have gone a little bit later. I I, I just think with Kyler Murray, I could see any few years time would be like oh Tony got one yeah good fair play like got him yeah, he's become sure. incredible yeah. I can we'll see that. never ever look at Terry Godwin in round five and go oh Tony got Terry don't Godwin. count on shit or chickens yeah it's not might happen is it it's going to be so funny when Terry Godwin's like <laughs> top 12 wide receivers I literally I, I literally I, so I was following the bot score of the Panthers game the other day and I scrolled down and it just said Terry Godwin Fumble one, lost one, and that's all he'd done. That was his contribution. Fingers crossed, Tony. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, Tony. Anyway, on to Gibbo. Gibbo, so I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Ollie, do you want to start us off on this one? Oh, you don't want me to start. Well, no, not you. No. Where to begin? Where to begin? Probably in my last few rounds. No, no, I'm going higher. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna go. But this is very, very selfish and personal. Darwin Thompson, because right. that was my next pick. Okay. So and I'd been eyeing him up, and so I'm not happy about we'll it. We'll move on from Ollie then. He's going to pick that as his least favourite pick. What about you, Cheddars? I've gone with Deron Payne. I have also gone with Deron Payne. He's a nose tackle. I think that puts a pretty low ceiling on his production. I'm currently looking at looking through Cheddars right now, just so you're aware. Listen I just want to. So, yeah, when I was trying to pick Gibbo's least favourite. Melissa pick it was really difficult there weren't that many not battles. for the reason that Gibbo thinks because yeah. they're all studs it's because you drafted only four players in the first seven rounds it's like yeah. so you, it's tough to say oh I hate Quadri Ollison who you picked in round eight or Emmanuel Hall who you got in round ten because it's just so there wasn't many options to pick for players this like because you just didn't have many picks early my plan worked so like Mark Andrews yeah. is fine like I say Larry I was tempted but I can't hate on Larry too much and he's round six even, so it's if good. You hate so, yeah. him, you're a yeah. sinner. Because you didn't have any early picks, 
like you mm-hmm. drafted once in the first you know 42 picks it was tough to pick someone who's bad and I yeah, yeah I'm with Chella. Darren Payne probably not the best defensive player lineman to have, but he might be good he was really good last year as a rookie he was yeah, really good. Yeah, I mean, he, I'm going in his upside. Fancy, though. I mean, he's good. Only near the end, but it wasn't yeah. like output that you'd yeah. say is a. Because it's pretty, pretty whatever. rare for interior linemen to be. Two. Like, no, they're, 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 they're getting better. They are, like we had last year, I think. Uh, well, obviously, Aaron Donald, number one. And I think, like. Yeah. DeForest uh, Buckner was also. Kenny Clark good. was quite high up as well. Mm. There's been a, they're, they're getting more fantasy relevant. I think as they're getting more athletic. And like yeah. they're less just big chunky fuckers now, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. No, I'm not sure most... about Duran Payne, but that's surely a prototype nose tackle as a big chunky guy to just. That's true. Yeah, powerful guy. <laughs> I agree. Monster. Anyway, okay. we'll move on. So Stu. Wait. Yeah, Ollie's as well. Yeah, Ollie did die. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. And we can't. It's a stupid thing to say. <laughs> it's, it's actually we want to move on. We want to move on from that whole all stupid thing he said. So Stu. Chad, as have you got a Stu's worst pick of the draft? I don't like his uh, Ryquel Armstead. Oh, me neither. God, it's like you two have been sitting together for uh, days talking about this. They joined at the hip. We really yeah, had a guy on the chairs. Why don't well, you like Ryquel Armstead? He's just very unexciting. He's a bit of a plodder. I think he's got some value he because he's because Fournette's injury prone, but he's uh, like in a dynasty league. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's got much long-term value. All the minor criticisms I had of Terry Godwin are like amplified here because the fact Stu took him two rounds earlier, and yeah, like Armstead, if he if Fournette goes down this year, Armstead will be okay, probably not that yeah. startable, and then they'll get rid of Fournette at the end of this year and get someone else in better yeah. than Rick Armstead. He's never going to be anything other than like you say, just a sort of guy who's there on the depth chart. Yeah, I don't like that pick either. And I don't like people taking handcuffs of my players either. It's insulting, suggesting they're going to get injured. <laughs> what about you, Gibbo? Who do I have? I have Nasir Adderley. Nasir Adderley. Now, it's looking slightly better now that Doe and James has gone down. <laughs> but even once in a dynasty, Doe and James comes back, he is the strong safety. So Nasir Adderley, at best, is a free safety, which is better than a corner but it's still not that great. You still want to always try and target that strong safety, the ones that can... The high tackle numbers. High tackle numbers. And I just... I don't see that happening with Doe and James there. Yeah, James is too good, isn't he? I I mean, I thought Stu's draft was pretty good, and if if I'm picking that as his weakest, it's not a bad thing, I think. Well, his is the opposite to yours, isn't it? Because he has six picks in the first three (laughs) rounds, so he's going to have lots of exciting names to to choose his best pick. Yeah, like, yeah, I guess it's Nasir Adley. I think there were, I'm, I, mean, I don't know any devious off the top of my head, um, but there were strong, sa- there is some strong safety out there still, so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Ollie? Well, I've gone for Hawkinson. Oh my. Because I think Stu did a brilliant job of mixing up what he got in those first sort of five picks he had. Yes. But I wonder if he could have left Hawkinson until 10 and potentially taken one of those three players that went in, be- in between. Mm. Well, uh, Sanders six. in the... Office, yeah, so. and I understand yeah. why not after taking Montgomery, but maybe... Well, Ollie, uh, well, Stu, sorry, on the day, it was obvious about... Because he had so many picks in the round, he was really sort of... I don't want to say shaken, 
but he was certainly a bit disturbed by the way that it went because when it got to his Hogginson pick because he expected Sanders to be gone mm. so he never thought he'd get Sanders so when it came to his Hogginson pick he was deliberating for so long whether he should take stick with his plan or change to take Hogs, uh, and maybe he should have been a bit more flexible because yeah like you say I think he gets Hogginson at the 10 I really do and then maybe he even gets Campbell at the 3 or still gets Osaka Whiteside you probably would have taken Campbell in hindsight but yeah I, I, I can see that but then it's not a bad pick for the player and no. the spot is it because no, Hogginson yeah. has like Gronk level upside completely And but I didn't have a problem with any of the other picks especially as you get further down I think like Riley Ridley Trey Quinn Adelieu's fine but they're his like because yeah, he, he know, doesn't I'm have 9 gonna... and 10 picks so they're his last guys yeah, right? like, he doesn't... so I'm not worried about any of that I think that was the that was the one that sort of stood up just that maybe he could have he could have got that even better yes yes so. absolutely and we weren't on a clock so he had a bit of time to think so, so we can't put that as an excuse for Paul <laughs> in a few years time yeah. it might turn out those, that was the perfect way to draft you never know yeah and Paris Campbell becomes just the optics stud right now, yeah. receiver yeah. Cool. Uh, so we're finished with Stu. So on to yep. Mr. White. Mr. Least favourite. Gibbo, who have you got? Your least favourite pick. Uh, Kenny who? Kenny who? Oh, yeah, I have uh, Kenny Young. Kenny Young. Linebacker. This is Corey Littleton. This is Corey Littleton, apparently. Apparently. We can all say things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, you, you, you know, who, we wait till we get to a mile and I can throw anything. I can throw any player's name today as the next Khalil Mack. Yeah, Cordero Ellison's the next... Bo Jackson. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. So what? He's why, a bad football player. Why have you picked him? Um, certain thing that you said a little bit earlier when we were referencing Terry Godwin is if you can get this player at the end of your draft or even not even in the draft and you can get him as like a free agent. Yeah. Save him, I guess, to the last round yeah. if if you really do want him. I can see that. Because no one. Yeah. There was a few Only players. Oli, I think, was the one who had Kenny Young. I mean, he could be that talented, one hundred percent. You want to get your guy, you get your guy. I'm not trying to bash Oli, but honestly, I felt like no one knew him. I'm not gonna lie. I panicked when someone picked someone else. Oh, was it Darwin oh, Thompson? No, Kirsten it was. It was, it was in. It might have been it was in, Terry Godwin, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Terry Godwin. <laughs> wow, five two. You no, didn't I don't. Oh, where was, was it? Quinn and Williams. Oh, it was. Uh, it was Josh Jacobs with one three. It was <laughs> it was a couple of picks in the rounds before that had happened, and I think it was a couple where I went. People are actually going quite like out there. It now. Probably it mm. was probably it was probably in the round three when it went Josh Allen, Cleveland Farrell, Devin Bush, Con Alexander, four straight IDPs oh. in a row. All kicks off, didn't it? That oh, could right. very much have swayed you in that point. And I suddenly went, if anyone's read what I've read. He's gonna go, and if yeah. he is that See, good. See, if you thought he was the fourth best linebacker le- at like on the list, yeah. Then yeah, I, I can see it. But yeah, I mean, I agree. When you picked him, and like there was a few players that got picked, and everyone went, uh? and he was one of the ones where none of us knew who the hell he was talking about. Well, hopefully, he's yeah. this year's uh, Darius Leonard. Yes, because <laughs> they I mean, that happens every year, doesn't it? Yeah, and you you drafted Darius Leonard last year. Well, no, mean, wait a minute. Yeah, I'm <laughs> So I, I I picked for Ollie's Damien Harris. Oh, okay. Okay, I picked someone else. Damien Harris. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. This is why we. Need I told to you be... I wanted to go home. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is why you had to stay. <laughs> I I I I really don't like the swap. I think it's too early for him. I think you've got James White there, who's the definite pass catcher. 
I think Sonny Michel's a really good player. Uh, he's if he's not injured and he's, you know, his injury doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like it's going to be an injury that's going to affect him much. He's going to be the the two down guy pounding the ball away. I don't see Damon Harris as much of a role in this team. And the general thing is that Patriots running backs are a bit of a nightmare anyway. So to have like a third guy behind them, I don't love it. Especially because I, I would have had Daryl Henderson above him. I'd have had Singletary above him. I'd have had Justice Hill above him. So yeah, I've got to say, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the 2-2 the Damien Harris pick. Do you want to defend your boy? I, I, would, I would like to throw out there that though I don't like the position of where Damien Harris went, I do like Damien Harris. And yeah, but I, I, I could have seen, like, he was a more of a early third guy for me than an early second. When I look, like, for me, the one that sticks out is that Arcega White, so I went afterwards. And I would have, like, you know, that's not even a decision for me out of the two of them I'd have taken. But yeah. Yeah. I had him, I had him fourth. So, but like, kind of tied with Henderson. And I went for the one that I believe might end up with more opportunity because Darrell Henderson may be second. He may be fourth on the depth chart. Mm. But we know Harris well, is third we <laughs> at know, best. We right? know, okay, and we know he's third until Sony Michelle goes down. And I don't believe in his durability. It's like, you, if you're going to take a point on that, though, you want a guy who's got the, the three down option, right? And you're relying on James White going down as well for him to become... It's tough. I know that Patriots offence is incredible at the moment, so it's a good offence to have players on, similar to him. Specifically today. running back as well. Yeah. But yeah, well, well, I'm more. glad you took Harris because that meant I got Henderson. So who's <laughs> yours? Six. Who's yours, Chance? Um, mine is Dante Moncrief. <gasps> I was tempted to go Moncrief, but I thought oh, round six so unexciting, <laughs> and I've heard so much hype for him in previous years, and it's come to nothing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every single time. Devonte Parker light. Well, exactly. Well, yeah. Wait until we get to chew. <laughs> it was the. It was the. It was the Terry McLaurin sandwich. It was the two weird vets with him in the middle. It was a strange little run of receivers. Oh yeah. Straight through, for me, Ollie and uh, Jason. I've got faith. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> cool. Touchdown machine. Steve. Imagine you guys yeah, struggling to find one. any here. So I've got like seven. We'll move on to Jason. To be fair, I did find yours pretty hard. You're right, let's yeah, go. So uh, who wants to start? Not Ollie, excuse me. Cheddar's. <laughs> um, I've gone with Jonathan Allen. Jonathan Allen? My 10.3. Yeah. How could you? <laughs> it was difficult to pick a bad one for you, to be honest. Not to boost your ego too much. But um, Jonathan Allen is. A, oh, yeah. He's back on the defensive tackle. He's an yeah. He's a a D end in a um, three, four. in a three four. So when me and Gibber are piling up those Redskins d- defensive line fantasy <laughs> well, exactly, points, yeah. you know who's on the right side of the argument. <laughs> exactly. Fair who did you who did you have? Um, I've, I've gone. I've gone, and it's going to really upset Steve. So oh, I know he's going. He's going, going go Josh Jacobs. Going AJ Brown, isn't he? Yeah, AJ Brown. Oh, oh, so I agree with everything that Steve likes about the player, but I think the landing spot is so bad that it might be like pretty detrimental to his value for a long time. Like may, even if they change quarterbacks next year, that doesn't mean that a rookie quarterback is going to come in and that he's going to be great. Like no. with that person, mm. I think it's going to be a very very painful teething process for AJ Brown coming into this league. And 
I would like to see him do well, but I'm not sure he's going to That's for fair. a long time. And then it's whether Steve wants to hold on to that person for oh, those men Steve for those years. Does. I, I'm playing a very long game with AJ Brown. I, uh, but I mean that, that's the thing about my roster right is I, I don't need a, a guy to come in straight away I've got three very very strong receivers yeah so yeah Certainly. but yeah I, I can see what you mean I mean I, I feel like he, that's the only pick where I think like maybe I might have done something wrong just because I traded up to get him and there's a chance I could have traded with someone else less high I could have maybe got him or instead of I could have traded maybe with Stu for when he got Bosa and given less away or something. But I really wanted him, so I made the move. And yeah, we'll see. I do think, I agree with Ollie that I do think it's his landing spot is a huge detriment to. What if Ryan Tannehill comes quarterback? He loves to throw it around. Yeah. And he's super accurate. He's not good, <laughs> but I mean, we've seen plenty of uh, receivers be good with inaccurate quarterbacks. Yes, I, I did pick a wide receiver, but <laughs> I didn't pick. AJ Brown. Oh, could it be? I think I know who you've gone. I picked Terry McLaurin. <gasps> to my knowledge, he has not had any catches in any preseason game. He's had a uh, tailbone he's... injury. Yeah, he's been out injured. Exactly my reason. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's tough. It that, is tough. To say I that. Would, I would thought... Yeah, but my re- my reasoning is just because to my favorite pick of Steve. <laughs> just because, <laughs> just because he he's not shown anything. Obviously, yeah, yeah. That, uh, learning he's injured, but availability. He has is... fallen away a bit, but when you drafted him, he was listed as their starting. Yeah, yeah. There was, it was a little was... crazy. The week after I drafted him, it was like everything was just saying, "Oh my god, Tim Crow's going to be their yeah. WR one." Blah blah blah, yeah. and then that stopped a little bit, which is. Yeah. Understand um, walks to doing he was like a third. But yeah, bit. I mean, like yeah. I was saying, like the, it was very hard for me to pick one. I didn't want to pick Jonathan Allen because I basically made that same pick a bit yeah. earlier. But also yeah. because I was like, well, it's your tenth round pick anyway, so it doesn't really I'm su- I'm matter. Without, I'm surprised none of you picked Josh Allen. To be honest, just because I've got the risk of the. No, I think Josh I Allen's going to be good. One of my favorite picks of yours. Right. I was, I was he, he's going to be quite good. Anyway, let's crack on. So. I, don't think, I don't think you have to worry about him still being listed as a linebacker. Yeah, I certainly hope so. They only play 4-3, right? So. Yeah. So, Jason Chu, least favourite pick. I'm going to start this one, and it will be nice and quick, because it's Devontae Parker. I have Me too. This might be anonymous. <laughs> yep. No. No, no, no. Okay, okay, well, we'll get a quick... I mean, Devontae Parker, he's got the yeah. same problems as Moncrief, but I'd say yeah. more so, because... <laughs> It's just this stupid cycle of, oh, he's shit all during the season, and then the preseason runs about, and then they're like, oh, no, this is the year he's going to be good, and it's like four years in a row or whatever now, he's just been yeah. really bad. Maybe this is the year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe. Liverpool. I mean, of, uh, I mean, Jason can certainly hope that Devontae Parker catches another, <laughs> another ball that bounces off someone's helmet, and <laughs> exactly, he happens yeah. to be deeper, deeper than, and can run further with that ball. Yeah. But it's certainly not something I would want to put my I, I, on, like, not bank done, on. I've not done the research, but I imagine if you had a look at, what, like, fourth or fifth year? What year do you reckon he's in? His fourth year? I think he's in his... No, he's in his fifth, because they picked up his okay, thing. Okay, so... so he's you, in his fifth year, for sure. I imagine yeah. the list of fifth-year receivers at the same team that have finally broken out is pretty low. <laughs> so, I think yeah. Ollie's got a better bet than Moncrief because he's changed teams to a team that's absolutely amazing at getting yeah. it to wide receivers. Something which the Dolphins haven't been ever. 
So oh, they've got Fitz Magic now, so maybe Fitz Magic is what unlocks the Parker. Maybe. Well, he will throw it up maybe. to him, but they've done that before. I mean, like, that's true. He's a throw up to him. Anyway. Yeah, he's a very strange player. The things that you think should be his strengths, he doesn't seem to be actually that good at. Yeah, yeah. Weird. So who have you got? I went for another wide receiver here. I went for John Ross. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, not, not the main reason is yeah. he's seemingly always injured, has not shown in the first two seasons. He was somehow a red zone threat near the end of last season, gaining like two yards and a touchdown, like sort of average for the last few games or something like that. Which is not what you would expect from a prototypical speed guy, the fastest <laughs> yeah. ever. He got loads of hasn't he, last year? Yeah. Really weird. Um, and Tyler Boyd's broken out now, yeah. and he's the number two to AJ Green. And there's Cheddar's his new man. Oh, uh, Damien Willis, Willis <laughs> is starting uh, in front in of, place of Green. Yeah, whilst Green's whilst gone. Green's but yeah, it's like Ross's role is far more. It's yeah. It's a specialty He role. should He's be Brandon Cooks or Tyreek Hill and he's nowhere near. Yeah, or, or, or even just like a Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. seemingly can't use his speed in that way, which is a bit of a shame, yeah. especially with how high they drafted him. Yeah, Walcott. And I know Stu is happy to see him gone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, his roster for a long time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, that was mine for Jackson. Yeah. So yeah, on to Max. Ollie? Would you like to let us know who your least favourite pick from Max was? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's just let me just it. check it. Make <laughs> sure he is a player that Max picked. Calvin Harmon. Oh, my oh, okay. favourite. Yeah. I have just been so scared off that whole Washington offence in general over the last six months that I was really down on anything and mm. I basically took them off my board. So... I worry that at least one, if not two, three, four of these players that got drafted who are connected to the Redskins, will do absolutely nothing for multiple years to come. Didn't you pick up? It's a big quick, that's a big uh, yeah, slam. Yeah, Adrian Peterson's a veteran. Big slam on uh, uh, what's Dwayne Haskins there from you? <laughs> I don't. I'm not convinced that Dwayne Haskins is a, a NFL. Starter oh. of the future. Well, he isn't right now because Case Keenum is here. Well, I mean, I mean in general, I don't. I think he he's not going to be in the league that long. I, I mean, got, Jared Goff was behind Case Keenum, so I got to say, I'm surprised you didn't pick Hakeem Butler. Would you like to let us know where you had Hakeem Butler on your draft board? Low down, about forty eight or something. Wasn't something it? like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you didn't pick him, but fair enough. Come on, Cheddars, who have you got as your least favourite Max pick? Um, Hakeem Butler. Hakeem Butler. <laughs> I've always been a bit lower on Hakeem Butler than the consensus. Mm. Um, I think he just, to me, That's he seems fitting. like a kind of Doriel Green Beckham. <gasps> Three words you never want to hear <sighs> mentioned when talking about a receiver. Devontae uh, Parker type. Great athlete, but he's got quite a few red flags, mainly his hands. <laughs> and he, he is, he seems like a bit of a project for the Cardinals yeah. so he's not I think there's some more kind of polished guys you could be getting in the, in second, the second round second round is high but I mean year with Larry yeah I mean I'm not saying it's the a great conclusion. I'm not saying he is Doyle Green Beckham reborn <laughs> <laughs> it's just when I see a guy who's a great athlete but there are that kind of question marks then yeah 
Fair yeah, mine's Dexter Williams. I me, just, me too. I just don't think Where do you he's going to see any play round five. In, the, in, in Green Bay. I just don't see how yeah. he can get past. Yeah. It was touched on earlier. Jamal I don't Williams I don't, or, know, I don't know if we mentioned on the podcast or not, but... Uh, because we've been doing this for a while. We did a best ball drop in between this podcast, that's why. <laughs> we Successful sound, if, best if, ball if, draft. In between the last two parts, we sound much more tired. <laughs> that's the reason. Uh, yeah, but um, Max really needed a running back, and the first running back he took was Dexter Williams in round five. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He had first round picks, he had second round picks, and he didn't. The second round picks as well. Hakeem Butler actually should arguably be the worst one because he should have been taking Devin Singletary or Justice Hill there. Definitely. And taking Butler was not what he needed, but yeah, I've got Dexter Williams as well for the same reasons. Yeah, it's just so late, and don't think he's going to be used like this season. So yeah, that was it. On to Cheddar's uh, Gibbo. Oh, uh, did you just? Yeah. Oh, I have, I have like two names. Two names. Oh, but I've got. I've got three. I'll, Ten obviously, names. I'll obviously start with my more serious one, and that is um, Darrell Henderson. That's Ooh. mine too. Now, my, the reason why I have it as Darrell Henderson is there's been so much talk about Malcolm Brown as the, the number two. And even with them trying to hold Gurley's touches a little bit down to preserve his knee, I still think Gurley's going to be an RB1 on the year quite easily. And I don't think whoever the RB2 is is going to have that much value. And at that, I still think it would be Malcolm Brown as the RB2, not Darrell Henderson. I don't think he has the value this year to even do anything, and next year there's a chance. But I, again, I think it's because they wanted to keep Malcolm Brown is the main reason why I'm down on Daryl Henderson. They didn't trade up for him, though. They yeah, did trade up for him, and he looks electric when you watch him. He's so fast; it's insane. Why don't you like him, Molly? I same. Like I don't see him playing, and I have the worry that like. If you, anyone you draft, even in like our league, if you draft them in the first like couple of rounds, if they get some playing time in their first year, mm. maybe even at the beginning of their second, if we like look a bit more long term, they then have some value if you maybe do want to move them or like use them in a trade or whatever else. Yeah. If they don't play at all and they're still buried on the depth chart below people like Malcolm Brown, who we've literally we've seen him play they've fucking brought in CJ Anderson to play ahead of him but then he's still ahead of him you are losing the value of that pick maybe so he might be a future like superstar and it might end up being a great pick but I I've picked this mainly because I like the rest of Ben's picks just loving Cheddar's is on he, he uh, uses his check, website called Our in, Lads which has depth charts shot. he's actually right at the bottom of this depth chart oh, although no. not just Malcolm Brown but John Kelly Justin Davis as well. Oh, I forgot about John Kelly. He was flavour of the year last year, yeah. wasn't he? God, he was last year's Durant. He was. Do you want yeah. My case in point. <laughs> well, I wanted to take a running back with my first pick. And I was hoping to trade up to the one oh, Ollie. to do that. You scumbag. <laughs> Before I was gazumped by Ollie's yeah. trade. Dishonourable, that was. So, uh, no, the, lesson, the lesson there is, don't trust Ollie. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the real lesson is... Don't do deals do, with Ben. Do a do a like actually just make the trade. Actually complete the trade. Yeah, don't, don't like because it would have been a risk to do it, but I kind of knew that we knew how the draft kind of was going to fall, didn't we? That, yeah. um, one of Sanders or Montgomery would probably be there at the one hundred and five. Yeah. So I should have just 
we should have just gone through with that trade. Then you wouldn't have been able to do the tiny one. But Never mind. Lesson. <laughs> I've got a uh, different player. I've got Brian Burns. Former. Yeah. Get my revenge, our revenge on him. <laughs> All this talk of nose tackles. You know who's particularly useless at defensive line? Outside linebackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to want to play him at linebacker, that's for sure. And yeah, I mean, I like Brian Burns, but Cheddar's new. We both talked about this before that we knew the talk was heavily that Panthers were going to go 3 4 this year. The talk was that they were going to have a hybrid 4-3 yeah. and 3-4, but it looks like they're just completely shifting to a 3-4. Yeah, so, so he's, he, he, that could end up just being a complete waste of a fourth-round pick. Like, literally, yeah. you've just got nothing for that because you're going to have to drop him because you can't play him, and then you're going to have lost out on a fourth-round yeah, pick. So that's, that's probably also Miley's favourite pick. Yeah. It was a risk because you missed the run, didn't you? That was the thing. We had Bosa, and then in round three, Josh Allen, Cleveland Farrell, and... Um, well, yeah, I'm sorry, it was them two went. And, and that was yeah. the big three to get out of the rookies. So, yeah. But never mind. It's a shame. Never mind. Right, oh. and finally, before before that, though, oh, there is one other guy who wants to slag off. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Greg Dork. Oh, not even. A man who wasn't even on the NFL website. He is now. <laughs> he is now, and he's he now on Chelsea's roster as well. Yeah, I know that. And it was someone who I had spoken to Cheddar's about, <laughs> who he seemingly forgot we had a conversation about Ooh. and then it was like oh I found it through this particular website and uh, this particular article and I was like oh the one that we had a conversation about Greg Dorkshaw was one of my guys yeah. that I was going to pick up now he's Cheddar's guy and yeah now he's Cheddar's yeah. guy and so I don't speak to Cheddar's about Greg Dorch. Oh yeah I, I genuinely don't remember that conversation and moving on us having a conversation about um Breakout age, right? Breakout age, but this one was done to... Based on their... Their overall their grade. P- their, um... What's it called? Their, yeah, their grade, rather than just their production, like, percentage of their production for their team. Right? Exactly, yeah. Percentage of production yeah. for the team. Because I remembered us talking about that, and, I th- and then I Googled it, and then found this article. I don't remember Greg Dorch coming up. <laughs> well, amazing. <laughs> nice. You the article. Right, and move through Finally... Me. Rich, I'll, I can start this one. So my least favorite pick for Rich is Miles Boykin with the four three. Anyone else have that one? Um, I I I don't I I don't like the trade that led. Well, to Well, that's it. what I'm gonna get into. That's the reason I, I like the player at the spot, but, but Rich didn't spend yeah. a four oh three on him. He spent a twenty twenty second on him, which was crazy because he could have easily given you a twenty twenty third and you'd have accepted that. We even asked you would you have taken twenty fourth, and you said probably would have taken that as well. Sorry, Rich, to hear that. You can have a go give her work when you hear this, but yeah, I mean, you've given way more than you needed to to get Miles Boykin. Can I, in my defence on this... You don't need well, to you defend, defend yourself. yourself. You didn't do anything wrong. You, no, no, no. I didn't he he came up to you, didn't he? With the he was the one who suggested that offer, not me saying, I will take this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Even if you did and he was willing but, to do it, it's not... Rick, your... Like I said previously in the last segment, I do think Miles Boykin is a great player to get. Yeah, especially but, in the forefront. You yeah. would say that. I did not realise that that was a twenty twenty second pick. Yeah, that was what happened. So it was exciting. It was the first oh. time we've ever had a trade on the clock, but it it was just too much. He didn't need to give that away, and so yeah, that that's why that's my least favourite because he spent way more than he needed. I almost to. feel like Ollie has something else to say. Listen. Oh man, no, I'm just really upset. <laughs> I know you wish you could have got a trade like that. Yeah, I'd have given shit. him my third round pick for a second round next year. <laughs> anyway. Uh, who, who else we got? 
Um, I picked Danny Amendola. <laughs> I also have Danny Amendola. That's just a kick in the balls. Was that not the 10th round yeah. pick? Well, I, yeah, well, I should just pick my 10th round pick. Yeah, but 10th yeah. round is where you want to be picking like yeah. guys you're taking the, like a flyer on, like sleepers, like guys. Like you upside. Think, yeah, upside guys. Danny Amendola's not an upside guy. He's not going to be in the league that much longer. It's just a he's wasting space on Rich's roster to be honest yeah he'll be cut <laughs> Danny Amendola has come up quite a lot as like a player to watch in a load of like podcasts I've been listening to and every time someone brings them, him up everyone else on the show makes fun of them <laughs> and like it seems to be quite a constant like battle and when they talk yeah. about him like breaking out having a big season it's like 600 yards and like 4 touchdowns yeah. it's like he's yeah. going to be great it's like that's like wide receiver like six numbers yeah. Yeah. it's not someone you'd actually play yeah. on your starting team is it certainly not uh, for me it's but I mean you can see after after that I'm literally the only person left drafting that I've drafted all upside guys you've gone all rookie granted player. I have removed Hall Emmanuel Hall from, from that um, you dropped him yeah I dropped him but no, at that point like you said they're flyers so they're easily yeah. get rid of all and to get rid of um, but yeah I've drafted upside guys a Zigbo looks like he might be able to pay out, play out a little bit, but yeah. Danny Amendolo is, is an unexciting pick, much like the Dante Moncrief and Devontae Parker picks. Yeah. Lee, we'll see about that when Dante Moncrief scores <laughs> 10 touchdowns. Who, who have you got? <laughs> yeah, with zero yards. Well, I had someone else, but actually, I've, I'm so furious, I'm changing it to Miles Boykin as well, because that's much worse than what I had. But who did you have? Your, I did have Jalen Hurd, but that's only because in my research, he was the player I was least excited about from uh, some of the wide receivers that went to San Francisco and then like a couple of the other like teams that drafted multiple wide receivers uh, he was the one that I had basically like really low down and was just like I'm not that fussed but yeah it didn't cost him a second round pick so. no so that suddenly <laughs> yeah. looks a lot better cool hello again our final part of our podcast uh, is uh, going to be us with a few bold predictions starting with bold predictions for our own team one each so Ollie, do you want to start us off with a bold prediction for We Will Fork You this year? I would love to. And my bold prediction is that none of We Will Fork You's QBs will finish in the top 12. Ooh, so that is Winston, Breeze and Prescott all outside the top 12. Wow. Meaning to trauma <laughs> for me. <laughs> a tough year ahead. Because Dak Prescott's ne- like, I don't know how it is in our thing, but I always hear him from other sources of an audio kind not a podcast obviously no one listens to any other mm. podcast is that Dak Prescott has always finished well Drew Brees is QB 12 and the Drew Brees as well really. but yeah I'm surprised yeah it's very it's bold. pretty it's pretty it's out there yeah, I reckon 13, 14, 15 is a I possibility think, I think secretly only thinks they're going to be top 3 and this is just a bit of reverse <laughs> psychology alright Gibbo do you want to hit us with your bold prediction my bold prediction is that D.D. Westbrook <laughs> finishes in the top 15 wide receivers oh interesting that would be surprising yeah so he's <laughs> bought, he's an, an he's a WR1 slash else in the last week and a half WR1 yes. <laughs> slash borderline w, high WR2 I think Nick Foles is gonna feed DD feed feed I'll, uh, I'll go At least carry, carry on around the table so, so I, I was struggling to come up with one for my team so mine I'm predicting that Josh Allen will, by this time next year, be a top five defensive lineman in the league. That's weird, because I've got Josh Allen, the quarterback. Yeah, You're not yeah. talking about him. No, I'm certainly not, no. I'm talking oh, about, right, talking right, about right. what 
Jaguars fans call the good Josh Allen. Oh, wow. So that's my prediction for Josh Allen. Wait, but I say, when you say that, you mean Ramsey says that about... No, yeah. Saying, saying Josh Allen's trash. He did trash. destroy Josh Allen. And then... And then Josh oh, yeah. Stallion Josh proceeded yeah. to run all over him and beat the fucking yeah, Jaguars. <laughs> all right, Cheddars, have you got a bold Richard? Um, I had a negative one, but I just rethought, and now I have a positive one. No, let's have the negative one. Right, right. Well, I'll start with the positive. And it's that Curtis Samuel is the Panthers' number one receiver oh. this year. Oh, DJ Moore. DJ Moore. That's more of a bold prediction for their team. What's about for your team? That he's a top 20 wide receiver. <laughs> bold. <laughs> Very bold. Bold statement. Very bold. Um, but yeah, all the signs are that his career is trending upwards. Um, he's looked better than DJ Moore in preseason. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's my so bold prediction. So says the bias. And let's, uh, let's, has get, let's get some bold <laughs> predictions for another person's team you, you can start us off Cheddar's this time or going back well I, I thought of a negative one um, I'm sorry Jason but I'm predicting running back disaster oh no, oh, no. Jason's team running back apocalypse he, running back apocalypse and that he has to start Miles Sanders and Damian Williams for most of the season which isn't that big of a disaster so he's got decent depth. Well, I mean, it is when Darwin Thompson in week five well, takes exactly. over, as we predicted and earlier. And Jordan Howard's runs Jordan for Howard's 1,500 yards. Yeah. Oh, that so is bad for Chase. That's my prediction, is that Gurley's knee is, turns out to be a bad problem and Elliot holds out. Interesting. Uh, I don't, I'm not... Obviously, I'm a Rams fan, but I'm definitely not that low on Gurley. I do think no, he's still going to produce high numbers, just not this is what, what, we, what, what we have seen. But that is definitely a bold prediction. I see Todd Gurley standing on the pitch a lot and not being given the ball. Ooh. That's what we saw at the end of last season. Yeah. Uh. And they were denying that there was anything wrong with him, which was, I thought was pretty worrying. No, it was weird, hey, isn't it? Sean McVay is God, all right? All right. His word is final. Yeah. I'm going to... Got a nice positive prediction for our resident bottom dweller, James Lionsell. Oh I'm predicting... Hang in there, James. ...that Nkeel Harry and McCall Hardman will be the two top-scoring rookie wide receivers this year. Okay, wow. Helping James to a top-six position. Oh, That's right. That's I a double whammy. I can't go that high. That is, so that is a bold. double whammy bolt. So it's a little bit damning with fake praise because I haven't given him a playoff berth. But I think, I think he's going to have a better season. I think we're seeing some Saquon, Holy Kenyon Drake, that's Jared Goff. Bold. Two, that's two in one there. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I just think McCall Hardman... I'm telling you now they'll be Nicole on his bench. Has looked good. Sorry? I'm telling you now they'll be on his bench when they score points. <laughs> yeah, right, some first Sorry, James. That's how it goes. <laughs> Early days. But yeah, yeah, I just think, I think, uh, you know, I can see Hardman, I think he's going to have a role in this offense for the Chiefs, I really do. Mm. I think they're probably going to use the fact that teams are going to be doubling up on Hill more to open it up for this other ridiculously fast guy that Andy Reid fell in love with. So, yeah. yeah. And in Kill Harry's yeah, number one guy in the. In the uh, in our draft so give her who have you got a positive prediction for is it a positive prediction or just a just prediction a bold prediction yeah. so, just yeah. a bold prediction it's sort of two because they're a bit I don't, I don't know if you can class one of them as bold bold prediction is the back to back champ <laughs> does not make the playoffs wow. at all that is bold especially given as we were saying this team's as strong looking uh-huh. as it's ever yes looked. that's yeah. very true <laughs> But I wasn't sure how bold you might think that is. Yes, because I, I'd say, I think on paper he's got top three team this year, looking at other people's mm. teams. 
Yeah, but I reckon he never had a top three team in the seasons when he won it. So luck is, luck is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> luck is coming around. But given the, the waiver wire wizard, a top three team start year, waiver wire we got a chance. We're doing everything we can. He keeps telling me at work that we're doing everything we can to stop him. Like changing the scoring, <laughs> adding extra positions, uh, and uh, he's still winning. He's, so he's a very confident, cocky bastard. Yeah. He's a Patriots fan, but he is a, he. Well, that's true, but he is our champion. Yes. But I don't predict it for the third year running. Well, we all hope that you're right. Yeah. <laughs> We're all rooting against him, I'm afraid. Yeah. This year. So I wasn't sure how bold that was. So my other one was that Tyreek Hill will be suspended this year, having played less than eight games. Okay, oh, so, my, he's gonna, so he's going to yeah. beat someone up. <laughs> my, I have a my feeling. Negative prediction like of my team was that they would trade him. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. And he'd be less valuable because he'd be on the less. We can all hope offense, for these things. Which is, <laughs> yeah. which is every especially offense. the James prediction that I made. We want some positive things to happen to James' team this year. No one needs to be bottom every year. No yeah. one wants to yeah. see that. And no one wants to see just as much as no one wants to see someone win it three times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. If they could swap, exactly. that would be fine. <laughs> I have gone positive and I think that Tony's IDP hoarding over the last 18 months is going to pay off and he's going to have the highest scoring IDP unit in the league and it's going to win him four games off the back of their performances mm-hmm. which will take him into the playoffs Ooh. so Tony is going to get into the top four off the back of four stellar IDP performances nice I can see that happening. Yeah, He's yeah. got good IDPs. He does. Well, there we go. There's our bold predictions. Apologies if you didn't get bold prediction, but your team's probably been talked about enough during this trial, uh, this podcast anyway. So we'll wrap it up there. Cheers for listening. Um, and yeah, we might do another one at some point. We'll see how it goes. See if anything interesting happens during the season. Yeah, give us your feedback. Give Ollie all the feedback. Yeah. I look forward. To, oh, I can't wait for the uh, power rankings. I love all these power rankings. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, sorry. Uh, cheers from me, Steve. Thanks from me, Ben. Thanks from me, Ollie. And it's a hoy from me, Gibbo. <laughs> cheers, guys.